Welcome to the Wedding Film Academy podcast, your go-to source for learning to create stunning wedding films and run a successful business. Here's your host, Lumix Luminary and wedding filmmaker, Jordan Bunch. Hey everybody, before we start this show, I just wanted to let y'all know that we have a new, really amazing Facebook group going. So if you look for Wedding Film Academy Facebook group, join that group. Also, if you have other friends in the industry, go ahead and add them to the group as well. We're really trying to build something that's centered around the idea of encouragement and and building one another up, uh, as well as giving others a, a leg up when they need it. And so one of the things that we're doing is we're going to do pretty close to a weekly film critique. So if you hop on over to our website, weddingfilmacademy.org, you can actually enter in to potentially have your film live critiqued by us on the Facebook group. And we have uh, several, several dozen that have been submitted. So uh, we can't get to everybody's right away because we're only going to do one week and we're having a ton of submissions. But we would love for you to submit one of your films over at WeddingFilmAcademy.org. And then definitely make sure you join the Facebook group so that you can know when your film is going to be judged live. So hop on over to that Facebook group and we will see you there. Hello and welcome to another brief episode of the Wedding Film Academy podcast. I am doing quite a bit of traveling this summer. And when you're listening to this, I will be high up on a mountain in Colorado. Um, in the older sense of the phrase, high up on the mountain and enjoying the wonderful views, flying my Mavic Air, rocking a one camera, one lens situation because we're going to be backpacking with a pretty heavy loadout with the group. And so I'm pretty pumped about the trip and just didn't have enough time to get a full length episode in this time. But what we are going to do is chat a little bit about kind of what we're doing with the Wedding Film Academy because as some of you know, as as faithful listeners of the show know, we're trying to do quite a bit more than just the podcast these days. And honestly, that's a part of the reason why uh, that on top of all the traveling that I've been doing is, you know, a reason why it's become more difficult, even though we still stayed faithful to it, to get these podcasts out every single week. And uh, we are going to continue to stay faithful to that like we have over the last year and a half since the founding of the podcast. But in addition to that, we are doing some more stuff. Right, Nick? Right. We are pumping out vids. Yes. Every Tuesday and Thursday or or Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah, something like that. But we're doing, we're doing pretty solid with two a week, um, trying to pump out these videos in addition to... Uh, if you listen last week, in addition to starting this new company, Film Mavericks, that we're doing, that's taking a lot of my energy, and that's where really I need to be spending, you know, the vast majority of my time and energy these days is getting that company up and running. As much as I love you guys and want to give you awesome content all the time, in fact, the crazy thing is, is even through that, we're actually giving you more content than we were before, which is kind of wild. It's insane that. Uh, you're starting a company, continually to produce two to three videos a week. Uh, the whole Mavericks project interview show that we have on the on the burner right now, 
And, uh, oh yeah, and a baby at home. Yeah, the third child. It is a lot. <laughs> just like spinning plates, <laughs> baking ideas. Plates. It's 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 an ongoing machine. Yeah, there's a lot of plates. And so far, none of them have, them have dropped, you mm-hmm. know, but there has, maybe maybe this one, this was like a, a drop and just like a tiny little crack through the plate, but, because it's, it's not a full episode, right? Yeah. But it's, it's a still usable plate. We're, t- we're, t- we're talking interesting stuff. We're talking YouTube. Yeah. We're talking. Yeah, this is good stuff. You can actually. all relate. So I was actually talking with my friend Brandon Morgan the other day. I hope you're listening, Brandon. Uh, thanks for helping make this happen because he actually introduced me to one of his friends who is a world class specialist in the way of video platforms. So I'm super pumped to have this conversation with her. Actually, you're hearing about this for the first time because we just had lunch. But right before lunch, I was messaging Brandon and he was hooking me up with this um, with this amazingly talented uh, entrepreneur who is doing some amazing stuff in the space. In fact, I saw that she was actually on the Forbes 30 for 30 list. Wow. um, Which is crazy impressive. That's huge. But her specialty is like in video social platforms. And so I'm very, very eager to talk to her and to bring you guys, hopefully, if we work this out, to bring you guys this discussion about all the the dynamics between these different video and social platforms because it's such an interesting conversation right now about where we sort of plant our flag when it comes to these social platforms. And I think it's relevant to, to everybody who's listening to this because, um, you know, ultimately like a big part of our goal as wedding filmmakers or just filmmakers in general, is just to get our work in front of more eyes. You know, uh, I think we all sort of get the, the extra boost of energy, the extra high when those view counts go up and we just sort of, reflect on the fact that, hey, you know, hundreds or thousands of people potentially are watching, you know, our creation. It's like a really cool thing, you know, to imagine that many people are watching the videos that we make. Um, but I think it's it's an important discussion to think about where we invest our time in terms of the various platforms. You know, I mean, there's this whole conversation that's been happening for the last few months about Vimeo and sort of what they're doing and a lot of wedding filmmakers are sort of being attacked on Vimeo and their their stuff being taken down with little to no warning time um, and their stuff just being gone forever. You know, it seems like that's really not a viable platform anymore almost, you know, because even people who've, the reason they're quoting is like because they didn't license their music, but the reality is they're being flagged and having their channels removed even when they did license their music. Um, Vimeo, Vimeo is not even giving them the time to be able to prove that. So it's Which is like insane. It is crazy. It's ridiculous. It is crazy. And Vimeo is really, I think it's also really trying to become something very different. You know, it's almost becoming an indie version of Netflix now. Yeah. Um, which is fine. Like, that's cool. Um, that's great, you know. But for for what most of our listeners do, maybe it's not the best platform anymore like it used to be. And so now I think we have the conversation of well, what other platforms do we invest in? Do we throw our stuff onto YouTube, 
which obviously has a wonderful proven track record um, and continues to improve what it does with uh, you know, 4K hosting with 8K hosting in some live cases. videos with live video with with HDR now. I mean, it's it's phenomenal. Some of the stuff that they're giving us. Um, I think there's obviously still some complaints about different things that YouTube does, but in general, it seems like you know it's it's such a wonderful platform for what we do, especially in terms of just getting eyes on things. I think the the other piece that's so interesting right now is what Facebook is doing right? because they're really trying to become a competitor with YouTube in a lot of ways, right? They're setting up their, uh, their infrastructure as far as like getting all these like little moving pieces together as far as, you know, building out spaces for creators to come in and, you know, talking about monetization and just like really kind of, taking what you either what YouTube doesn't have and like bringing it over to their Facebook platform. So it's like they're, you know, the content isn't quite there yet, but they're really starting to, to make moves as far as making it a much broader social media platform. Right. Yeah. And even what they're doing with Instagram TV now. Yeah. And that's that's a whole nother conversation where they're really like not only trying to get, you know, more people onto their platform for a longer amount of time, but also the way that they're trying to really make a huge shift in the way that creators create via vertical video, which hour long <laughs> vertical videos. Yeah. And so I've, I've actually, I downloaded the app last night, last night. Um, you'll be recording this early, obviously last night, uh, was the first night, first time it was released. I probably was one of the first downloaders, and I watched a few videos, and it looked really crappy. What's your, <laughs> you yeah, know? what's the impression like? Not, not good. Yeah, it was very hard to navigate. Beta. Yeah, the videos looked very rough. Uh, you know, the whatever compression that they're using looks really bad. And I think the other thing is people were basically taking content content that was created in a 16 by 9 aspect ratio Crunching and it. just cropping it to yeah. 9 by 16 ratio and if that was filmed in 1080 uh you know now you've got a real problem in terms of just resolution don't do that people plus it's being compressed so it's like if you're going to create stuff for IGTV i think you got to shoot it vertically you got to shoot it the right way you can't yeah. you can't uh, retrofit Maybe, you know, maybe you can shoot it in 16 by 9 in 4K and then crop in, but your your composition is going to be off, you know. You're going to have to tweak every single clip specifically for this. And even so, it's like you're going to have – you're just going to have weird composition issues. It's like wild. I think if vertical video is going to become a thing, mm. the rules of composition itself are going to have to change. They're changing big time for sure. I mean, I was I was sitting at my desk the other day just thinking like we're about to enter a new world. Like yeah. we're watching stuff on our phones straight up and down. Like yeah. we we have to learn how to tell stories in different ways. Our cameras are going to turn sideways. Like cameras are going to turn vertical. Yeah. And you're going to have to start shooting that way. I mean, the framing, you know, everything's going to switch up. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, it's going to be it's going to be a, an adoption process, obviously. It's going to take some time, and we'll see if it even sticks. Yeah. 
but I was talking to my buddy Julio the other day, which I always love my conversations with him. He's, he's always, uh, he's very forward thinking. Um, he always tries, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's 40 something, but he's always like having his pulse on what people, uh, you know, younger than me are at, you know, what even teenagers are trying to do because he's always forward thinking with stuff. And, uh, you know, that's pretty rare for anyone, even, you know, in their late twenties and thirties to be sort of like intentionally trying to have their pulse on what teenagers are doing. And he said, you know, he saw people, he was just sort of like people watching in the Apple store and there's all these teenagers in there and all of them are watching like, the vast majority of what they're doing on their phone is watching vertical video. Totally. And this was, you know, I don't know how long ago he was doing that, but long before Insta- uh, IGTV. Um, so I'm not sure exactly what all they were watching, whether it's just Instagram stories or Snapchat or whatever, but they were consuming video vertically. So it, it does change like the rules of composition. You know, like if you're having a dialogue where you show two people in conversation, like you can't, in a vertical video format, there's not really room to do like over the shoulder shots. No, you know, so it's going to massively, if people are going to create content specifically for vertical video, I think they're going to have to change the way that they shoot. Or if they're going to try to deliver the same content for both, they're going to have to be really selective about the shots that they do and don't use because those tighter shots are just not going to work very no. well. I know? mean, it's exciting because we're, we're on such a precipice of like some new sort of, uh, you know, storytelling mode, but it's also, you know, you, you think you're a purist and you're like, man, I just, I'm never changing. Like I want the, I want the thin, I want cinematic. I want, you know, those black bars on the sides. But I mean, the truth of the matter is, is that, um, the, the game's changing you know we're going vertical we're watching on our phone i just thought about this you can talk about the black bars what if people start doing like the two by 35 <laughs> aspect ratio for vertical video it's just a tiny <laughs> and thin little like thing super yeah so they put the black bars on vertical video well, i've seen that too you know you'll you'll see um you'll see people kind of take their their thin video and then they'll put like promotion kind of the title on the top more information on the bottom. They'll take right, like, but I'm talking about like if you had the bars <laughs> vertically as well, like on the left and right side instead of the top and bottom, <laughs> and that maybe that becomes the new like that becomes the new cinematic <laughs> sort of style. Peering through like a fence, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you're exactly. like looking through like this little like voyeuristic fence. Yes, that's kind of cool. Yes, I can totally like imagine people doing that. You know, because <laughs> I don't know, people will do. I think. There's always like tricks that are people's like go-to tricks to make it more, you know, call it cinematic or whatever you want. Like it's their style. That's fine. But people are going to do all kinds of weird stuff with it, you know? So I think that'll be interesting to see what are the different things that people do with vertical video that sort of change the way we shoot, that we think about viewing the world through our lens. You know, I think it's going to be it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. I think anybody, who, the quicker you figure out a compelling way to tell that story, you're going to be ahead of the game. Yeah. Big time. Absolutely. Okay, so uh, Nick, update our listeners on kind of what we're trying to do on the YouTube space right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, for the longest time in the beginning, like when I kind of came onto the team, 
we were talking like in the beginning was one video a week and I was like getting my feet wet as far as like because I wasn't originally doing YouTube stuff like this. So we were like, okay, let's try to produce like one video a week, evergreen content tutorial stuff about sort of the wedding industry. You know, it's like stuff you can always go back to and like check out and teaches you something valuable about either breaking into the market or, uh, you know, how to enhance your game some way, whether that be, you know, shooting weddings or in the business side. And as we were doing those, we were like kind of starting to grow and like we need to be producing more. We need to like be doing more during the week just because like one video a week, although, you know, any posting at all is good, but you want to kind of grow your output a little bit. And, you know, you want to show that YouTube algorithm that you mean business and that you're like really trying to pump it out and like, you know, be relevant. So then we started kind of just like mulling over ideas and now we're kind of going after this whole two video a week sort of goal as far as on Tuesdays we do a tech review and then where we're going over gear in the office that we love or don't love or doing some unboxings. Our recent one with the Audio-Technica headphones was uh, pretty fun. I mean, that's not something you'd think of, you know, necessarily, but just like a fun thing to unbox and like a, a good economic value headphone right and then on thursdays we're doing tips you know whether that be a fresh tip about getting your first wedding uh, a fresh tip about how to upsell a client on making some instagram content um things like that and so we're kind of shooting for those tuesdays and thursdays as far as tech tuesday and tip thursday it's a bad name but yeah we're working on that yeah and so then, we've also done stuff like um, we did how to get on preferred vendor lists, which right. is always a struggle for so many people. And it's yeah. something that our team has really excelled at. And it's a big part of the reason why, you know, we did 150 weddings last year is because we're on so many preferred vendor lists, uh, which is just a fantastic place to be because it's free marketing and it's free, incredible marketing because it's people who brides and grooms have already trusted to say, yeah, we're hiring you, you know, a planner, a venue, um, those kind of things, a photographer. They've already said like, yeah, we're trusting you. And now we're trusting you with our opinion about who else we should hire. So it's been, you know, fantastic for us. So if you want to get onto more preferred vendor list, definitely check out that video. Uh, we also did, we also did a video on white balance, which to me, I think is one of the most interesting things that we've done so far. Big time. Because nobody else teaches that for some reason. It's sort of like, uh, you know, in terms of what I consider one of like the, the core fundamentals of shooting, it's something that most people screw up and nobody teaches how to do it properly. You know, as many youtube videos as there are out there teaching yeah. people how to do stuff i hadn't ever come across a video where people were teaching you how to shoot the w proper white balance and uh, maybe there's a few photography tutorials about there but they teach it from the aspect of get out your color card and you know make sure the colors all look right and tweak your kelvin or whatever like that's so impractical on a wedding day um, and so you know, we did, we did a cool video. We had a model here in the, in the studio, um, our new studio manager, Sarah, and really just showing how to get proper white balance in any situation, whether 
you're in, you know, a good situation like great window light only, or you've got just the orange light coming in from the room, which is so common. Or even if you have a mixed light where you're struggling because you have this huge mix of blue window light and orange ceiling light, how to get great white balance in these situations. Um, and so we're trying to also, in addition to um, some of these things that you, maybe you've heard from other people, also trying to go after the content that is underserved and is especially a big need because, you know, uh, I have a lot of people who will, you know, ask me to look at their wedding videos and the most common mistakes I see are overexposure and improper white balance. Orange bride. Yeah. It's, I mean, those two things, the overexposure and the white balance are like the most common mistakes I see. Not just beginners, but like people who are more advanced pros even, I see making this mistake on a super regular basis. And uh, so, yeah, we're trying to uh, really serve people in a way that others are not doing uh, with with the tips and things that we're doing. We're also talking about some other shows that we're going to try to do from time to time. Yeah, uh, Nick's working on one of those right now. Uh, it'll be similar to um, actually maybe talk about that and sort of how it birthed. I mean, we talked about last week yeah. how we um, sort of birthed this idea of the Mavericks video, but that came out of an idea for a show that we were doing with the Wedding Film Academy. Yeah, I mean, one of the, when we were trying to, you know, bolster our content flow and basically come up with new ideas, uh, we were just thinking of basically what are shows that we already love and, you know, Seinfeld getting caught, get, getting coffee with comedians and cars was something that we both like really flocked to. We love that show. So we were just like, well, what's like a cool uh, take on that? And we were basically, we're just like, well, what's Texas tacos is very Texas. And then Plus we, I just love tacos. I mean, it's a good reason just to leave the office and get tacos. <laughs> let's be honest. And we, w- we wanted to talk to filmmakers. I mean, the whole idea is, you know, learning from others and basically just having discussions about the industry and things like that. So we were able to, you know, we just set up a quick little shoot with uh, a listener of the show, I think, John Perkins. And he came down from Chicago, his family here. And he came through and we went and shot shot a quick little episode to, at a Torchy's Tacos in Round Rock. And super impromptu. We, you know, it was very guerrilla style. A couple of uh, GoPros, some lavs. It was, you know, a very small shoot, but it came out really well. I'm in the process of finishing up the edit. And that will probably be done by the time this goes live. I think, I think so, yeah. yeah. Um, I know so. And... It's uh, it was fun. It was you know a decent decent discussion. It was uh, something that we hadn't done before, and it's you know very. You'll you'll find like it it was more life advice stuff, just uh, kind of you know philosophical maybe, um, but it, it's valuable nonetheless. And so we're just gonna keep kind of moving towards that direction. We have uh, I don't want to go too deep into it. But we have another idea for uh, you know how to shoot weddings like yeah. colon with different shooters. Right. So you're probably, so if anybody's li- listening out there that we love, you know, we're probably going to be emailing you to have like some sort of Skype talk about your favorite. Yeah. I've already, I've already, uh, contacted a few people that yeah. we want to have on that show, but we're thinking more in terms of shows, um, in a similar way that we've done these series on the podcast. Uh, we're, we're thinking about these more as almost like a web series. Totally. 
Um, and there won't be necessarily with some of them, there can't be as much of regularity, you know, in terms of like the, you know, going to get tacos with people show, uh, we can't necessarily do that on this kind of regular basis because, uh, it's a much bigger production big time um, to do something like that. And, you know, uh, we also want to feature people from around the country. Yeah. <clears throat> not just local filmmakers, which we'll do some, some local filmmakers to Austin as well. But we also want to feature other people from, you know, around the, around the country, potentially around the world when we have people visiting. And so that one's a little bit more prohibitive in terms of how often we do it. But I think it's going to be a really fun show. Uh, it's going to be, you know, there's definitely going to be just some, some entertainment value yeah. to it, you know, if nothing else. But I think also it, it comes back to so much of what this show, the, this podcast has been about and what the Wedding Film Academy group has been about on Facebook and really everything that we're trying to do when we do the in-person meetings. You know, we had a, we had a, um, a party, uh, anniversary party at WPPI, this last year, it's like everything that we're trying to do is all about building community and having the synergy of relationships and conversation with other filmmakers because we are better together than we are alone. Big time. And I just think that that's so critical. It's why so many, you know, a lot of our conversations, especially lately, have centered around collaboration because it's something that I believe so strongly in and obviously like video production as an industry has always since since the beginning of uh, of filmmaking has always been about collaboration and i think there's no reason for that to stop now just because technology has advanced and because it's easier now i think there's no reason that it should you know become a individual effort anymore and so like that's so much why our conversations Mm -hmm. have been around that lately um but also it's just like what we're trying to do with all the content that we're trying to create is bringing you people bringing bringing you into the the mindset into the framework of, of other filmmakers who you know maybe you don't always know them sometimes you do sometimes we're bringing on people who you know have been inspirations to you and your your own filmmaking um and you know most of it is educational in nature but i think it's also interesting to have um, just sort of from a from a, a entertainment perspective just a filmmakers talking about whatever is natural to them passion yeah because there is still that aspect of um, you know these are the kind of thing the kind of conversations that people want to have that they can't have with most people because most people can't relate uh, unless you know, you're talking to other filmmakers so i think there's going to be you know, a lot of value from that aspect of it as well i mean i love watching people talk passionately about what they're into it's just it's so it has so much gravitas like you just want to you see that spark in their eye. I mean, if you're if you're doing weddings, hopefully you're doing it because you like it. You know, you enjoy to do it. It's not just a paycheck because it shows in your edits when you when you when you make something truly engaging and something you're really proud of. You've polished, you've worked on. 
it just comes out. And when you get to sit down with a filmmaker and they just tell you about, they know every shot, they know that day, they go into their gear they were using that day, it was sunny, it was hot, I lost my dog that morning. I mean, there's just so much, there's always a story, like going be, going behind the scenes of all these, of all these, uh, of anybody's edit is always just kind of a compelling sort of story. And I think that's what we're trying to like excavate, you know, bring to the surface of what was going on that day? How was that day? Tell us about it, you know? And through that, you're going to learn so much, you know, yeah. and appreciate your own days, you know, when you're on location. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, what else do you want to say about sort of the future of what we're trying to do and what, what people can look forward to coming down the coming down the pike here? I think what you can look forward to is more or less like more content. You're going to see more educational content. I think you're slowly going to notice that the videos get more cohesive in style. I'm, I'm discovering my style and my humor and I'm trying to make them, you know, enjoyable to watch. So you'll watch all of them. And I would really just, you know, I think what I would love for people to, you know, subscribe to the page and I mean, hit the bell if you want. I don't hit the bell on anything, oh, but you hit the bell, hit the bell. Not if you want to, you're going to hit the bell. <laughs> <laughs> I hit the bell on everything. I mean, <laughs> I always hit the bell, but yeah, I mean, just come, you know, we, we love when you guys watch it. It makes me feel good to have people watching the stuff. I know it gets us, it gets us pumped in the office about, you know, what inspires us. We're going to make it either way. And, uh, yeah, I mean, just you can expect like more quality content. It's only going to get better. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, if you don't know, like Nick actually started with us as a second shooter and uh, he developed his skill set uh, rapidly and became a lead shooter for us. And then he made the jump to becoming an editor for us as well. And really, um, you know, is like he said, sort of learning what his style is and, and learning what, what motivates him and what excites him and getting pretty, pretty goofy with it. Uh, you definitely see a new side of me on the show. The video has changed vastly since I've come <laughs> into the picture. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, just in general, like uh, I think on the podcast, because it's so much of a interview style, I'm really for the vast majority of the episodes focused on trying to draw forth the information, the knowledge of the people who I'm interviewing. And so you get less of me um, and more of whoever I'm interviewing. So the YouTube channel is pretty different. Just uh, I let my freak flag fly. This is Jordan quite a bit <laughs> unfiltered. It's like us and it's us in our YouTube studio, just wilding out and uh, trying to make each other laugh. Yep. And uh, then me getting into the editing room and cutting out all the, the, the air breathing and just all only the funniest little bits. Yeah. Yeah. So there's definitely it's enjoyable. Uh, you get to you get to see what a weirdo I actually am. Yeah, Jordan's really weird. Yeah. Which is, I think, fun. Uh, yeah. But, you know, you can decide for yourself, I guess. <laughs> uh, but I, that's one of the things I've enjoyed about the process of creating this with you yeah. and what truthfully like the. I mean, one is the show just wouldn't happen without you because I don't have the time for Literally all the editing that's going to go in. Yeah. yeah, not nearly enough hours. So it wouldn't even happen without you. But also, I appreciate what you bring to the table just in our dynamic, the dynamic that we have and the, you know, just the, the friendship yeah. that we have brings out, you know, because because of the comfortability brings out something in me that otherwise 
if I was trying to like film this myself, it, it wouldn't be there. Like I wouldn't do this ridiculous stuff. It's kind of like, um, you know, you can watch a comedy at home by yourself. And even if it's the funniest thing, you probably like, won't laugh very often. Yeah. But if you have just one other person who you're comfortable with in the room, you're going to die laughing at right. those same scenes. Yeah. And so it's sort of been the same effect when we're shooting these videos is I just, you know, I, I kind of let my, let my freak flag fly yeah. a little bit more <laughs> than I would if you weren't in the room. So yeah, I have somebody to perform to besides a, a camera. So, <laughs> uh, so definitely check that out if you want to see what a weirdo I actually am. I think that will be enjoyable as much as I know I've enjoyed it. Anything else. Make sure you watch till the end of these videos because that's where Nick lets most of the ridiculousness really fly. In fact, if you want to see some of Nick's personality too, then check out the review of the Leica 200 millimeter lens. Got to watch to the end (laughs) where we went to a baseball game. And at the end of the video, Nick lets his freak fly fly. Freak flag fly for freak flag freak freak flag fly more so than uh, than I ever could I think because you've got a pretty big freak flag over there I I fly it high when when given the opportunity and yeah I'm a I'm a crazy man when the camera turns to me I just I'm like a wild animal start freaking out well and you're pretty good with the uh, with the improv music as well yeah, definitely so that was I'm a I'm a singer I'm. I'm a bad singer, but a great songwriter in the moment. And it's all about the, uh, you know, the the emphasis of the performance for Nick. So it's dance. It's uh, you have to commit. And the other thing I'll point out um, as you watch that video, because after hearing that, how can you not go back and watch that one? At least the end part of it, if nothing else, (laughs) uh, is that believe it or not, Nick was completely sober, hadn't had a single drink that day. It's going to be hard to tell when you watch the video, but honest to God, truth. None uh, of it. I, that's just me. That's just that's just day. Nick. That's my life, telling people that I'm not drunk <laughs> when I act crazy. It's like, I'm not drunk. I swear. Yep. So that was pretty epic. So, all right. Uh, I think we got to wrap this episode up. But Nick, thanks for doing this with me. Thank and you. thanks for all your work on the YouTube channel. It is greatly appreciated. Yeah. Like I said, it wouldn't even happen without you. And if it did happen on, you know, at all, it would be much less frequent and it wouldn't be nearly as fun or exciting without you. So mad props. Thank you, sir. Thank you for the opportunity. Absolutely. Fun. Well, if uh, if you haven't already, do Pull up your phone. Pull the car over um, if you're if you're driving. Uh, I had a few listeners that, uh, oddly enough, told me that they listen to the show while they're showering. Oh, that's so, awesome. Uh, turn the shower off. <laughs> dry your hands. Dry those hands. And uh, hop on over to YouTube app and hit that subscribe button. Smash the bell. Bing. 2018 style, as uh, Peter McKinnon would say. And, uh, yeah, make sure you check out those videos. And if you're not already, definitely also hop on to the Facebook group. The Wedding Film Academy Facebook group is a great place to get some positive vibes going, to ask your questions, to get some great answers from other filmmakers who can be super helpful to you. And we also just started a new Facebook group. That's the WFA Film Critique group. So if you want your films critiqued, uh, you can hop on over to that group and post your video 
uh, we do ask that if you're going to post a video, that you watch three to four other videos and give a comment to them. Um, because if you're only posting videos and not contributing back, then the group, that group's not going to work out. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of the rule there is you got to give three to four comments on different videos per video that you post yourself. So I think that'll be super helpful to the community and a way to help the conversation on the main wedding film Academy group be really centered around things that can be helpful to everyone not just specific people who post their videos there. So kind of clean things up on that page and help keep all the positive vibes going and all that kind of stuff in that group. Um, but the WFA film critique group, uh, you know, be nice, but uh, you got to have some thicker skin if you're going to hop on over there too. <laughs> so anyways, uh, good times. This episode almost pretty much ended up being a full episode anyways, even though we, we gave an excuse about there. So you know what? The plate officially did not crack. Uh, that was, it was dropped. It actually wasn't even dropped. So no plates dropped yet. That's pretty. Wait, what plate? Pretty, you know, I'm spinning all the plates. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. All the plates. yeah so I no, thought you were talking so, the lazy Susan that broke earlier. Oh <laughs> yeah. Nick broke our lazy Susan. <laughs> I keep breaking lazy. And Susans. then, and then we got another one in the mail and it was broken. So, Thanks, thanks, Bezos. Thanks Lazy a lot. Lazy Susan is always breaking, which uh, I guess is ironic. Because <laughs> you think <laughs> they'd right. just be lazy. <laughs> okay. Who knows? All right. Uh, we will see you next week. I'm going to do my best. I'm getting. I'm actually leaving town as soon as I'm done recording this, and I won't be back until uh, Sunday. So I'm doing my best to try to find someone who can work their schedule out to record something on Monday so that we can post next week. I'm going to make it happen. If I don't, forgive me, but I'm going to do my best. All right. See you next week. The Wedding Film Academy podcast is produced by Taylor Juarez. If you found this episode helpful, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a show and help us out by leaving a five-star review on iTunes. And when you're done, head on over to WeddingFilmAcademy.org to chat with our other wedding filmmakers like yourself in the comment section. Until next time, keep making movie magic. <laughs>